This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I am your host, Bruce Clay, the real one. I'm here with uh, Virginia and Susan. Hi, everybody. Hello. I want to thank you for joining us on this actually very exciting moment for us. Uh, This is our 100th episode of SEM Synergy. Um, Basically, we survived. We've we've made it through 100 episodes. We've interviewed uh, many, many of the industry leaders here. Uh, I think we accomplished a pretty good job of getting to where we want to go. We've been working hard on this show for a long, long time. I think uh, I'm going to stop real fast and give credit where credit is due. The real producer behind this thing is Virginia. She pulls it all together and uh, (laughs) makes it happen for us. So we're really, really, really happy. It has been a fun ride. Uh, Another hundred. Another hundred. Uh, When we get to a thousand shows, um, I don't know, will it be St. Patrick's Day again? I I don't know. But we'll have a party. We'll have a party anyhow. Yeah. Um. As you know, you can listen to our show, SEM Synergy, every Wednesday at uh, 3 Eastern. That's noon Pacific. That's now. That's now. <laughs> and you can download it anytime after we finish it. Uh, you can't download it before we record it. 
from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel. You can also stream it on scmsynergy.com or pick it up on iTunes. Clearly, you're hearing it now. Uh, you know, when you're interviewing people and trying to coordinate people's schedules, it's very difficult to do a live show. Um, usually, people are busy at or traveling or conferences or any number of things. So doing a live show is really exciting for us. Um, we're just asking that you be kind in the chat room. Now we're gonna do a couple of things uh, on this episode. Since it's live, uh, what we're gonna try to do is actually have you call in. We thought we'd uh, actually have conversations. You can reach us a few ways. You can dial Webmaster Radio, it's a toll-free number. That's 866-916-3423. And uh, you can Skype us on webmasterradio.fm. You can join us in the chat room. Uh, we've got that right now projected up on the wall. So all of your names are actually about uh, the size of an H1 tag, uh, if you can imagine how nice and small that is. That was the uh, nerdiest thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Um, <laughs> that was good. Or you can send us a message on Twitter, at uh, SEM Synergy, and we'll get those. Uh, we're going to put a general topic out, but certainly uh, as you call in and ask, uh, we can be somewhat flexible on this show. Uh, yesterday, Ray Drysdale, CEO of Outspoken Media, was Darren's guest on SEO Rockstars. And she was basically talking about her experience with fighting a trademark application for the term SEO. Um, you know, somehow, having been here since 96, it hadn't even occurred to me that anybody would try to trademark that term and get away with it. Um, we tried to term, uh, trademark uh, SEO toolset, which was effective in um, 19... 99, I think, is when I uh, got the domain and started using it. We actually used it a little bit before that, but that's when I picked up the domain. And I was told by the Patent and Trademark Office that SEO was not a trademarkable word. Uh, they gave it to me because it was a product name in use over six years and was all run together as one word. But as an individual word, as of then, it was not trademarkable and nobody held the trademark. So... It actually hadn't occurred to me that somebody would successfully be able to get as far as it had gotten. Uh, and to hear how she defended the term uh, was really pretty important to all of us in the industry. I, I have a whole bunch of girls for her on this one. Um, she spent a bunch of money, uh, and uh, certainly, you know, she wasn't alone, but she spent a bunch of money uh, trying to, and successfully, as it turns out, uh, defend the term, finally getting to the point where the original applicant just sort of abandoned his claim and vanished into the forest. Um, and I'm not opposed to people trying to pick up the term, um, but I don't expect anybody to really succeed. Um, and in fact, uh, I think that a great many people have given me credit for having invented the term. Uh, originally, Danny, uh, there were a bunch of people involved. Um, I think I have probably some of the oldest artwork on the term. I could actually perhaps uh, defend it. And if you've read our newsletter, we've actually written a little bit about that. We can talk about that a little bit later. But there's a lot of stuff that we did. Um, 
I think what we'll do is we'll go to sort of an open forum if anybody wants to um, get in here and, and comment. That'd be absolutely great. Um, but, you know, the way it worked is in April 2008, uh, Sarah Bird from SEO Moz discovered the actual application. Uh, I think there's actually been three or four of them. Well, yeah. Um, and isn't there another one pending now? There is another one pending now from some random dude. Um, does anybody have his name? Anybody? Um, but it's a company in Florida. But it, but it, bring, it begs the question, are we going to have to go through this kind of fight over and over again? And I don't want to see people taking money out of their personal savings to try to defend this term. Right, right. Forever. Even with the overwhelming support of the community coming to Rhea's defense, and after the fact, unfortunately, but in the, the fact that it, people were willing to contribute afterwards is great, but like you said, if we're just going to keep fighting this fight over and over and over again, we can have to keep knocking it down. Is there any way that we can stop it? Like, can we make them declare it public domain? Can we make them declare it general use so that it can't be trademarked? Are there any trademark lawyers listening? <laughs> <laughs> those, those, just, those guys just hang around, right? Right. In the corner and just wait for somebody to say it. Well, you know, when this happened um, yeah. last week, I was actually in Australia. I was uh, giving a training class. So until I actually got back uh, Monday, I hadn't really saw that it had finally been overturned and, you know, got back into reading it. That, actually, that was only like two days ago. Um, so, but the very first thing came to mind is who next? I mean, if this is like the second or third application to do it, there has to be a way that the entire community can get together and say, we as a community believe that person has it. And then that person takes it and puts it in the public domain. The last thing I want to do is see the term SEO become exactly the same thing personally, have it become the same thing as the happy birthday song. As you know, that's been copyrighted and they can no longer sing it at restaurants. I think that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Actually, I don't want SEO to do that. Funny story. Um, Darren and Brandy are in the Webmaster Radio studio right now and maybe they'll... Uh be singing a little happy birthday song right now. Uh, welcome, Darren and Brandy. Hey, how are you guys? We are so proud of you. <laughs> you know, you guys are always doing wonderful, wonderful things, and if you weren't doing the radio show, I think the industry would not be as successful because your contribution truly makes the industry healthy and well. And you guys definitely deserve big kudos on your 100th show. Um, Bruce, Big-time congratulations. And, of course, we, we do hear the topic that you're talking about. Brandy brought this up, and I, I do think it is probably apropos. Oh, okay, so you're yeah. going to steal my thunder? No, 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 no I, I, I give you credit. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce did coin the term search engine optimization. He was the man. And so to, to see this all go down the way it has um, is really a cool thing. So, um, again, guys, congratulations. You guys have done an amazing, amazing job, and I know all of our listeners feel the same. 
Darren, um, yesterday you had some pretty strong words for Sempo as far as them not coming to the defense of the uh, the, tra- the, tra- the term SEO. Um, but I think that maybe one of the issues at play here is that um, Sempo has a hard time, well, they're a nonprofit, and I know Bruce has some thoughts on this as well. Yeah, uh, actually the defense of the term to every every bit I have has never been discussed uh, by the Semple board, uh, and none of the members had raised it, and the board themselves did not uh, discuss it. It's pretty clear that Semple, as an organization, has no prior art on that particular term. Uh, there's no way they could go after the trademark themselves, um, but certainly... Uh, you know, this is this is coming to light right now. Right now, I, I think there's still one claim out for SEO. Uh, I expect that there'll probably be more. It's real easy for people to fake art. Um, it's hard to fake an entire industry out, but I think it's easy for people to come in and say, oh, I have this email and I used the term in, in 1912 and therefore uh, I should have it. And, you know, Fictitious art is not beyond uh, anybody's uh, ability, but I think that what we need to do is actually step up to it. You agree? I I, I, I got to say, um, I mean, Bruce, where where I co- came from with with my opinion on this is is most definitely that y- you know there were only a couple of people that did step forward to fight the fight. Um, you know, there was a lot of hoopla when it when it rolled out. And you know everybody heard about it, and and we all had a chance to jump on the bandwagon at that point. Um, and, and I think my point yesterday, when talking to Rhea about this, was, you know, look, as an organization, you know, you when you join something like Sempo, um, you know, I was there. You know, I, I was I was there in the, in the original days. You know, so I, I this was meant to be an organization that would educate a, a, not only us, the community, but but also uh, you, you know help drive leads and, and educate um, you know the 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 people that we were looking to to secure as clients. But but overall, if you look at a, at an, an organization that that's meant to be a support system for for our community. The, where the hell were they? I mean, even if it's even if it's not filing a claim, you know, against you know the term, then then why not raise the issue in the community and and educate the community so that the community bands together? You know, that that was my point. You know, I know a lot of people have been very heavy-handed with Sempo lately. Um, you know, and I, some 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 of it may be warranted. Some some of it definitely not. Um, but at the same time. Having been one of the old schoolers, you know, right, right there with you, Bruce. You know, I definitely look at this and say, you know, for for being an organization that's supposed to be about our community and to support our community, support it. Because if it goes away, then then what are you? I think Sample was set up to be able to handle uh, legal issues. They don't have a war chest for legal issues. Um, I don't think that. Uh, there's anywhere that I know of as a board member, uh, even a legal review team or a, uh, a defense fund or team within the Sempo environment. And I don't think in general that Sempo would consider this to be their primary charter. Although uh, certainly based upon this, we're obviously going to have to have that discussion. 
I just don't think that that was it. I think that the intent of this was to encourage uh, people to understand and engage at an internet marketing level. At least that's what the simple leaning towards uh, sure. thing was. Sure. Um, it, it's, you got to ask the same question. Why isn't everybody um, going to be a member of Simple? Um, but do I think we should? Uh, obviously, I've been reelected to the board. Uh, I think that this will be a discussion for our board meeting. Uh, do I think they should? I think that if Simple were to create a war chest to defend industry terms, um, I mean, they'd have to engage lawyers. And I hate to tell you guys, but I, as much as you may think otherwise, Simple isn't rolling in dough. Uh, Simple is a nonprofit. It is not made to make money and build war chests, and it never had. And I think that there's going to have to be um, some rethink on how budgets are handled and money is collected and uh, allocated. Um, there's a lot going on. I think that certainly we can do things uh, and it's obviously a topic for discussion once the new board comes in. Hey, hey Bruce, I do have a, a question for you. A after yesterday's show, I did take a call from Jesse Stricciola, who, uh, you know, some of you may or may not know, Jesse has been very, very intricately involved in, um, you know, many uh, court issues and, and providing expert testimony, um, you know, in, in regards to click fraud and things of this nature. So very, you know, she's, she is, uh, I would say, probably as up-to-date and, and hip uh, with regard to, to this topic. And, um, you know, her comment to me was, was that, you know, this may not be a Sempo issue at all, but, uh, you know, it, it, it should have been a question of, was this fight... Was it a was it a good fight? And obviously she won, which is which is great. But at the same time, if this if if it were granted, and someone actually went in front of a judge, is 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 a judge actually going to award in the favor of that trademark holder? And and in her opinion, she said likely not. And at that point, then you know it, it, it's you know it's it's a wide open game. What's what's your opinion there? Well, having had the use of SEO from prior art back to '99 rejected as being almost a public domain term because that was the response to me when I started applying for SEO toolset. Um, I did not believe that any application would actually succeed. I didn't think it was necessary to fight it because I didn't think it would succeed. And the Patent and Trademark Office does have um, a, a process in place for awarded trademarks to be fought. So um, my take is, I, I agree, I don't think it would succeed. I didn't think it would succeed. It got farther than it went. Uh, and as I understand the case, the only way it got as far as it did is he took the word internet and search out of his application. Yeah. It doesn't even say search engine optimization. It says computer software and or something like that, but it doesn't say internet application. It doesn't say search application. It doesn't say search engine optimization. He had to dumb it down to the point where it didn't have anything to do with search 
in order to actually even get as far as he did. Um, but, you know, there's always a, an opportunity to overturn these things. I've seen them get overturned before. I just didn't think it would get this far. Uh, it's unfortunate that it did. Um, the thing is, now that we're where we're at, I think that the question really that should be on the table is not whether the process worked the way we would have wanted it to work. We would have wanted it thrown out immediately. I think the question, and we'll cover this after break, but I think the question that we want to cover is right now, as an industry, the only people that can apply for the trademark are the people with old art. People who can say with reasonable intelligence for the term search engine optimization that they have prior art, that they have the oldest art, and have the entire industry stand behind them. Otherwise, this is going to be an annual conversation. And we're going to be going on and on and on, and people are going to fake, you know, testimony and art. And, I mean, either the industry gets together or we lose out. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. We have to take a break now, but we will come back after these words from your sponsors, and we will talk more about this. And congratulations, guys. Thanks again. Thanks so much. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services. And by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it will turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inboxed Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. We're back here live on our 100th episode. 
Um, we've been talking a lot about uh, the process and this trademark thing. Just before break, I asked the question if it didn't make sense for us to actually, uh, you know, do something in a, a sort of a last stand kind of a thing because we know they're going to just keep doing it. Um, you know, it's going to be over and over and over again. Uh, I understand we have Topher here on the phone. Hey, everybody. Hey, Topher. Hey, congratulations on 100 shows, guys. Thanks. We have, uh, you know, certainly we have a lot of topics uh, to go over. Uh, and thank you for being our guest in the past. Yes. So what do you have to yes, say, Topher? Been, uh, well, first of all, I want to say I'm privileged to have been a guest twice on SEM Synergy. It's a fantastic show. Thank you guys so much. And hopefully I'll call in in another 100 shows and say congratulations again. Yay! Yay! We're proud of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I've, 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 I've actually decided not to publish the picture of your desk that I took when I was there. <laughs> I thought that was a great well, I, little collection. I really do appreciate that there, Bruce. I really do. So I believe that, I, I think it's inevitable that somebody's going to trademark SEO, whether it be someone like you, Bruce, or Danny, or or a Fortune 500 who can come up with some lame art that they believe will will pass, and then they'll do just like this guy did, and they'll write the trademark application in a way that they get around all the loopholes. And so someone eventually is going to own this term. The question is, do, and I, I think you spoke to this earlier, is that I think it's time for us as a community to step up and find a way to secure the term in a way that we make sure that we're not going to get charged for it later. Yeah, and, and I don't really, I have not researched yet um, how to actually place it into the public domain. I know there must be a way to do it. Um, and even if it isn't, you can grant a zero-cost perpetual license to an industry, I suppose. But, um, you know, this is, this is kind of crazy. I mean, this is at least three that I know of, um, and... Well, there's got to be more than that. I mean, I mean, people trying to trademark it all the time. But the question is, what what happens when we lose it? Can we afford to let them lose it? Yeah, but I mean, everybody understands, you know, how SEO came to be, and and or maybe you don't understand it, but. It, you know, I had years of performance and optimization before I did this, so optimization made sense, so I just started using it. Um, now we're finding people are providing uh, an email where it's mentioned once, and therefore it's, uh, you know, God, uh, and trying to own a term where they never intended to own the term, and it was never trademarked, it was never copyrighted, it was never anything, um, and a whole industry's grown up around the term. If we have to rename ourselves... Um, you know, I don't, I don't think we would die, but the next one's going to be SEM and the next one's going to be PPC and the next, I mean, there's going to be something somewhere that's always going to show prior art and we as an industry at least ought to uh, secure the standard building blocks of the industry and whether it's individuals or whether we choose to, uh, as members, you know, participate in a war chest. Um, I mean, the recovery of, of the cost of this, as I guess, was around $27,000, $28,000 across all the different people. Um, and as I understand it, it, it's 
that part is already covered, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so right. if, if, the, if the fees are covered, I think the real issue is what do we want to do? Let's, let's assume we well, got as far as we can. Let's assume this person's going to go ahead and, and fight it. Let's assume that the fees aren't done. What do we do on a go-forward basis? Um, you know, expert testimony that says this person doesn't own it, this other person does, for the industry, it's a very different kind of a thing. I think if you use it in connection with the term search engine optimization, that I don't think is what this claim was being allowed to do. I think SEO wrote of the search engine optimization is pretty much understood to be an industry, not a, not a trademarkable item. Uh, certainly not 15 years after it started, but um, you know we got to. I think we got to just protect ourselves. Well, I think yeah, the bottom line is. Yeah, how we protect ourselves? Have, I think it's a question for debate. What was that, Topher? Well, I think the bottom line comes down is I want to say this and hop off the to continue listening, but I think the bottom line is that is that are we in a situation where someone like myself or Brent at the Tribune Company or Marshall at the New York Times? or fill in big, big Fortune 500 company who has an on-staff SEO, and that's our title. Uh, oh, is it going to come to a point where the, the company I work for isn't allowed to call me that? Because they've got to pay somebody that we've never heard of some, uh, some fee? I mean, I think that we're in a situation where, what, what I go back to, if it's not someone like Bruce or Dandy, then somebody like a major news organization or a media, media, media company is going to secure this so they can secure a job title within their organization. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. We were thinking of all the different solutions we could think of without a law background, and and is one of those. Let's just change the name of the industry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> that should be easy. Well, the well thing congratulations is, uh, again, everybody. Congratulations again, everybody. I'm going to hop off the phone and listen to you guys well, once again. Congratulations. See you in a hundred. All right. Thanks, Chofer. We'll we'll have you on again sometime. I think that, uh, you know, certainly from our point of view, uh, you know, we wrote a, an article in our newsletter. If you folks haven't picked it up, uh, you can actually just go to uh, the BruceClay.com website. It's on the right-hand margin. It says see current version. Um, and our hot tips and, and areas, it, it basically said, I think we need to have somebody pony up and say, hey, I've got old art. If somebody has art older than me on this, uh, then I'm behind them too. But wh however it is, somebody needs to actually do this, get it, and put it in the public domain and make this a, a done deal. Uh, that's just my opinion. And I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how easy it is, but I think that somebody ought to do that. Um, got a couple other things, as you <laughs> may or may not know. Um, we are actually going to have this conference next week in New York. Uh, everybody aware of that? SES? Uh, about it. Yeah, weather permitting, uh, no hurricanes or tornadoes or... I promised it would be nice. <laughs> you were promised it would be nice. Well, fortunately, uh, Susan and I are going to be there. <laughs> uh, there's, we're going to have a booth, as usual. We're a sponsor of the show, and um, we're going to be there. We're going to certainly be um, participating. We're, I'm presenting a number of times... Uh, we're opening it up with our one-day training, which is actually going to be great. Um, you, you, please, if you're going to be there, come on by. Uh, love to see you. 
Um, and there's a lot of things going on. Susan's going to be live blogging. And I was checking out her live blogging schedule. Um, there's some interesting keynotes. Um, one of them is on video, the next digital marketing frontier. And that makes me wonder, is, it's hard because there are so, search changes so fast. Video has become very prominent in search results. But um, at the same time, you have to be smart about getting your site um, ready for mobile uh, and everybody coming to it that way. And so then it's like, how do you keep track of all these things? You really have to have a holistic kind of approach to your search engine optimization. Well, our, you know, our take was that most of the stuff that's in what we call engagement objects, these many other items, um, you know, we're going to be doing a bunch of, of things as an industry to get additional content on the websites. Uh, it's going to be showing up in the search results more and more. Uh, things that we didn't expect to show up are showing up in you know, tweets. I mean, think who would have thought? Um, but I think that there's yet un, undeveloped things. Uh, how video is actually going to be considered to be content, I think, is going to be an interesting thing. Yeah, well, and they get such high click-throughs. I mean, what do they say, that 50% of the time you get a click on a video if it shows up in a result? That's kind of amazing. Do you have any thoughts about why the viewership of video went down from December to January? Because it has kind of obviously just been going up since um, the Internet began. <laughs> and, um, and now is it that we've reached our saturation point? I know you, Susan, don't even like watching videos. I don't. I, I, I won't watch videos online a lot of the time. Like a music video or something maybe, but... I, I don't particularly care to get information in videos. I'd much rather have a transcript of it and find out what was said that way. Well, I most of the videos I watch, believe it or not, I watch a lot of the little uh, It Was Released Today Matt Cutts videos. Mm -hmm. um, but that's mostly just to see if his hair's growing back. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Nope, I got that. Um, but I, that's why I actually tune them in. And every once in a while, uh, there's this strange stuff that you gotta gotta look at. But you know, certainly from our point of view, videos are here. Um, that's going to be a good keynote, I think. Uh, certainly, you know, there's going to be some things on the evolution of search too. So we're going to have plenty of things to talk about. I think maybe what we ought to do is. Uh, Take another break. Is okay. that right? Yep. Jump for another quick break. Um, but we will be right back answering a question that just came up in the chat. All right. Stick around. More SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Ahoy there. Navigate the rough and treacherous waters of the web with a virtual vessel designed to swashbuckle spam and dock at your exact destination. Best of the web, BOTW.org, is the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. A rewarding resource to those looking to promote their site. And now, Best of the Web boasts an incomparable local search engine featuring more than 16 million businesses from sea to shining sea. Commitment to quality and unmatched dedication to our users. Best of the Web. 
Find us now at BOTW.org. Ron Melare. That's BOTW.org. Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Search for solutions Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Bruce Clay with Susan and Virginia here. Uh, you've been listening to a special live show. This is our 100th episode. So if you're just dialing in and uh, wondering where your music is, uh, this is it for today. We're running a little bit uh, longer on our format because uh, they're letting us get away with it, I think. Because <laughs> it's our birthday. Yay! It's our birthday. Uh, Hundred shows is a whole bunch of shows. We've interviewed some of the best people in the industry, and uh, if you've not really gone through our history of the people we've talked to, uh, it basically reads like a who's who. And and we've had some very very good success with that. Yeah, we've had um, great guests, really really great guests. Uh, the last question we had just before break uh, had to do with our opinion, and it's in the opinion is really wrapped around video, and does it actually contribute to content on a page, and therefore Better videos might help you rank higher. Um, who knows? Google, I don't think, has figured out how to actually index videos and, and rank them. I don't know what the weighted average is. Uh, we do know from Google Labs that they are actually taking soundtracks to videos, transcribing them, and allowing you to search within a video and identifying the keywords where they're located within the video. That implies to me that it is content, and content implies to me engagement. And engagement implies to me an opportunity to rank higher, especially if it's a new algorithm factor. So in my opinion, yeah, it can. And I think that it probably should. Can they read the properties of a video? Well, I mean, video has its own XML format. So certainly we can give it properties. I think that um, in, in, a, in a lot of cases, I'm not positive that a lot of the uh, I mean, it's easily spammed. <laughs> this is user-defined content. 
um, they'd actually have to read the video to determine what the video is about. And that's why I think they're trying to go after keywords by looking at the actual words from the soundtracks. Um, and, and how they're going to uh, index content that has no words. Um, for instance, I'm big on this Dove Beauty video. I think that's one of the coolest videos out there because it's 20 million views and there's no words in it. <laughs> right, yeah. How, how do you describe what's going on in the video? Topher um, in the chat room says that you can add RFDA to a video and they'll get a lot more info in the search engine as well, which is a, a good point. You know, you, you can tag videos up a whole bunch of different ways. R D-F-A. <laughs> right. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We actually presented that at the uh, Temple Atlanta presentation. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's one of those, you know, it, it's probably somebody's going to file a trademark on that. So we've got to watch out what's going on. That's like, hey, that was, that, was, that was the first part of the show. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on. So, uh, but, yeah, I think that uh, my opinion is it's a, you know, watch and learn kind of a thing. But I certainly believe that ultimately if your competition has videos and you don't, just at an engagement level, you're going to be behind the eight ball. Even if you don't have the content, you're going to have more engagement. So we'll just have to see, you know, how it comes. We'll see. Um Oh, Lord, the chat room is going crazy. They've decided to trademark RDFA or possibly Trooper's going to trademark RFDA since he made McKay wrong. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so, okay. We do a lot of, like, trying to catch up with what the search engines tell us to do. Um, and it looks like they may have been trying to give us some early warning about speed, page speed, becoming a factor for ranking. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing with page speed and site speed and all of that. How has that ever not actually been something that you should pay attention to? Well, it has been for like five years. Forever, right? I mean, as long as I've been with the company, we've always told people, work on your server speed, make, you know, <laughs> you know and, and do, um, really do more to try and get your, your site to load faster because it's, you can get fired more if you can serve pages more. And I have no idea where this is going. I hate when that happens. You know, <laughs> you know, it's very easy to talk as long as you don't have to read the chat stream. <laughs> it's hard. Carrie's so, jokes about drugs. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> but fundamentally, everybody, uh, five years ago, we discovered that speed was a big part of the algorithm. Let's just accept that. Uh, not drugs, speed. And, uh, that's speed. <laughs> that's, yeah, speed. It's different for websites. And uh, with the latest edition of math saying, by the way, performance is important, it isn't that we didn't know it. We knew that the faster the page loaded, the lower the bounce rate. That was intuitive. We've known it for years. Uh, the issue was whether or not this was a signal for the search engines. And, and whether the search engines actually would bias your rankings because you're faster. Those are the kinds of things that um, is really sort of the important part. So the question in the chat room is, what do you think of recommending the non-WWW extension as a way of reducing the HTTP requests? There's a lot of letters I spit out. Is that because people don't type it with the WWW? Um, 
See, the, the processing time, why don't we all just go straight to submitting sites by IP number so that there isn't even a lookup? Um, I mean, what we have to do in order to rank is we're not here to get the best time. If my time is faster than my competition, I've already won. It's a little bit about like the story of the two guys are running away from the bear. The guy in front doesn't have to break a record. He just has to be faster than the guy behind him. The guy behind him gets eaten by the bear. So as long as I am least imperfect, as long as I uh, am faster than my competition, in theory, I should have an advantage if it was purely an algorithm factor. If everybody is using www, I think that's not necessarily going to be a big tiebreaker one way or the other. I do think um, that at least our experiments have not really shown that it is working the way we want it. If you go to Google Webmaster Tools, click on your URL, go to labs, go to performance, and look at your charts, what we've been doing in order to prove this is we've been changing the performance on our own site. The longest page that we have, we've reduced its load time by two-thirds. We sit here with stopwatches. We know it has reduced two-thirds. And the graph in Webmaster Tools has not moved at all for that particular page. So it's as if it isn't even checked when they spider you. It's like they check occasionally. And so I think that, you know, we can't really say one way or the other, but I, I think that it is part of the algorithm. I think it is a user experience factor. I think that it impacts our bounce rate a whole lot more than it impacts our rankings right now. Oh, yeah. But that I consider it important enough to spend a bunch of money to make sure we're as fast as we can be. Well, that's an interesting point because, frankly, impacting the bounce rate, I think, should also be something that SEOs are looking at because it's a it's not just about getting the traffic there. You know, you have to get them there and keep them there so that your clients end up making money in the long run. You know, if you're just delivering them traffic, unless they're ad-supported and all they need is that page load, you know, that's, that's not good enough. Yeah, and again, um, one of the things about performance is if performance were that big of a factor in the ranking, then rankings go to the person that has the most money. I mean, it isn't necessarily a content issue. It's, you know, I've got more money than everybody else, so I buy the faster servers, I get the highest pipe, I, uh, you know, hire people to combine my CSS and JavaScript into one file instead of five, I dimension everything. There's a whole list of things that you do in order to get the performance out of the load time on your page. Just because I have more money than the guy that has the better content doesn't mean that that money should cause me to rank. Yeah. And this is one of those things that ranking can be bought. So uh, like buying links. Mm -hmm. Gary has an interesting point that with the rise of mobile, um, because the load times are slower, you want your site to load as quickly as possible because people are on the go and they need answers right away. Well, I, I and I agree. I, I think that with mobile devices not really effectively running JavaScript, that you know, like 90% of the sites don't work well anyhow. Um, we have to be able to do things and optimize separately for mobile devices. I absolutely think that speed is important, but we just have to do it as a separate project. I think you can take a, a production website and 
solve the load problem for two masters? Well, everybody, uh, I think we've uh, kind of uh, extended our show enough. I think the little magic hook is coming in from the uh, curtains here. <laughs> Kicking us off. Uh, sort of. Uh, that's it for this week's 100 episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, we really want to thank everyone at Webmaster Radio for putting the show for us uh, all this time, 100 episodes. Uh, I, I think we've uh, certainly certainly tried our best, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, and I want to thank all the audience for listening every Wednesday. I know that uh, some of you are, are doing this at lunch on the on the West Coast, and some of you are doing it and delaying your beer time for St. Patrick's Day on the oh, East yeah. Coast. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you listened. Um, please follow us on Twitter. We're at we're at SEM Synergy. Um, you can send an email and questions at any time to SEM Synergy at briskway.com. We'll be back, same time, same place, next week with more search news and experts. Thank you for joining us on SEM Synergy. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye.